Hello and welcome again to another edition of Talking Out Loud with me, George Cressy. And the first post-Malawi season. So this is the first one recorded back here on British soil. And it's a TOL debut for all-round top gen and Portuguese pirate lookalike Rodrigo Guedes. Now, Rod and me have a history dating back to 2016, where I worked for the man for two months at his incredible hostel, Misfit, on the sunny shores of Mancora, Peru. I stayed with him for, for two months, decided to, to repay some of the debt owed by inviting him over to Bristol for, uh, for a five-day trip. Clearly, he liked what he saw, and uh, instead of five days, he stayed for 30. And this was recorded on his final evening in Bristol. What a pleasure it was to have him over. We'll talk through, essentially, travels. As Rod takes us through his South American adventure, from driving through Chavez's Venezuela back in 2009, to finding himself broke and working on a farm in central Brazil, all the way through to what inspired him to set up and run his own hostel, starting with only 1,500 euros. We also touch on the fundamentals of what makes a great hostel, what he gets from traveling, and touch on his plans for the future as well. It's, uh, it's a great show. So I hope you like what you hear. As ever, do get in touch if you, uh, if you do like what you hear, or if you just want to reach out. Always happy to chat. If you think you've got a good podcast idea, do get in touch. Happy to help out where I can. But for now, I'll leave you with... Rodrigo Guedes. Play it. So hello and welcome aboard to another episode of Talking Out Loud with, again, me, George Cressy. Again, no one has reached out yet for, um, for an opportunity to guest host on, uh, on Talking Out Loud. As ever, we are always looking for people out there who, uh, who fancy a little run at this themselves. Um, do reach out at bankwithbear.com. Um, get me on Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, surprisingly, and even Instagram. Um, do try to reach out. I don't monitor all the inboxes is another thing to remember. So if you have reached out on Instagram in the last three months, I probably have missed your message. Um, but I will check that shortly and, uh, and get back to you. Enough with the admin. Um, here we are in uh, 22 Hampton Road, home for myself and Craig Brabble. And over the last month, to another gentleman yeah, by the yeah. name of... Rodrigo! That's Rodrigo. the best name there is, mate. <laughs> it's a strong name. It's a very strong name, indeed. It is. Good name. It is. Yeah. It is. Uh, so, welcome to my flat, everyone, <laughs> for the last month, at least. So. It's been yeah. fun. Oh, it has. It certainly has. It certainly has. Yeah. So you've. Uh, so, where to begin? I guess. So we'll start as I mentioned before. Name, age, best film over the last five years. I think that's that's generally quite a good. Oh my uh, name, yeah, Rodrigo. So age forty. Yeah, I'm from Portugal, and the last film on the, fi- on the, la- the last five years. Can't remember the best, although I can tell you that. It's two worst ones I've seen in the last five years, which is probably Bumblebee and Aquaman. So, but yeah, the best one, I don't know. Bumblebee and Aquaman. Yeah, they were horrible, man. I just watched them like about a week ago. Not even a week, less than that. Um, the best one in the last five years. Oof. 
I don't know, man. I watched so many of them. Uh, it's yeah. tricky, though. Particular style, particular brand of film, genre. I don't know, man. Everything about superheroes, like everyone else. Uh, I do have to watch a lot of Argentinian movies. Oh yeah, the last five years, yeah. Um, uh, Secretos Ojos, Secret uh, in Her Eyes, but the original version, the Argentinian version, that was yeah. wicked. Yeah, right. uh, yeah, yeah. My girlfriend is Argentinian. Yeah, she made me watch it. It's wicked. Interesting. Uh, yeah, Hollywood version is absolute crap, but the original one is. What's Proper. the premise? What's the, what's the... Uh, it's, uh, I think you should watch it, but the synopsis is basically like something like um, a girl is kidnapped and a mum, so they can't find who the kidnapper is. And a mum through a photo sees um, the eyes of the, the killer and she ch chases him and then she cuts him and she imprisons him herself. Oh, sheesh. So, yeah, oh, and fuck. the police officer years later found out that uh, this, which oh, is... Oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. It's good, mate. It's a good movie. It's that does sound good. good. Yeah, it's, it's good. Um, like old boyish, in a way. Yeah, way. a bit, a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's... Uh, Argentina, surprisingly, have really good movies. Yeah, that was yeah. one, and, like... Uh, and then another one, which is, like, something about short stories from Argentina as well. It's quite nice. So, yeah, but that one was... Uh, yeah. Interesting, because, like... For months I told like, nah, nah, I don't watch your foreign movies, whatever. Yeah, of course. And then I watched it, I was like, well, well done, well played, well played. Mm. I should have watched it earlier, so yeah. So no, right. That would cause, cause an impact for so many reasons. Sweet, man. All That's right, it. I'll check it out. Uh, you, should, check you, should, it out. you should, you should, you should. Yeah, I'm sure, I mean, it's got to be on Netflix, if it isn't horror. Uh, for sure, but again, remember, just the original version. Oh, Hollywood sure, one okay, is okay. horrible. Horrible. It's just not not well, lost yeah. in translation. Almost. Uh, it's just not. It's like typical Hollywood adaptation, and it's uh, with Julie Roberts and everything. So it's quite nice, but it's just not the same. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, uh, or yeah. maybe it was the same. I've seen the other one before, so it probably didn't work for me because of that. Gotcha. Yeah, I would yeah, say yeah. out of the one, I'll go with the original one. Yeah, I agree. I think that yeah. that's relevant to so many things there. Like the original, True. generally, like the people, the the first. Absolutely, sort of seed of an idea like that's where you kind of absolutely wanna, agree with John. That's where the, uh, it's, it's quite hard to find a, a follow-up that is as good or better. It's mm -hmm. really hard. It's the same story like about reading a book and then watching the movie. It's true. It's Almost hard. all the times the books are always better. It's true, though, isn't it? It's hard to imitate something. True, because your imagination isn't isn't it that plays a part in in the book. So it's always mm -hmm. better. And then when you watch a movie, like oh, okay, this bit is better, but overall, mine was a bit better because it was. Or mine, if you can say so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't sound too stupid, but no, no, not at all. But for me, it is. Sense. I haven't yeah. seen it like I don't remember seeing honestly any film that I was like, oh yeah, I prefer the film to my reading. Nah, I don't remember yes. it. No, I agree with that. I don't remember it. Like even Lord of the Rings, my my yeah. all-time favorite film. Mm -hmm. like, those books I've read them three times now, and I still believe them to be like where you where you can go. Where you can sort of visualize, they haven't even scratched the surface with that film almost. What yeah. I, where, where, why? Absolutely. Perceive Absolutely. To be, yeah, the But scene. you read the books before? Yes. See, I have a flaw on that. Like, I'm mm. like most people, I read the books after. Yeah. So I was already like, my brain was already like following a bit of the movie, which was a bit yeah, of a no, pain sure. in the ass. Yeah, but yeah, still, yeah. I was like, I agree with you, yeah. books feel better. Yeah. So I was quite pissed off about. Why the hell did I watch the movies before? Which I love as well, same as you. Sure. Fucking top, the top. Uh, but why the hell did I read the books first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have. I should yeah, have. I think I forced myself to in the end, like because my dad taught, uh, read The Hobbit to me, like when I was like four years old. Oh, nice. Bit, you know, 
Oh, I had no idea what was going on. Oh, lucky. All I knew was just like, yeah, he's, he's trying to force something down my throat. It turned out it was like Lord of the Rings stuff. And I was like, oh, fair enough. There's definitely worse Sweet things. Sweet as. Oh, and he even impressive. tried Lord of the Rings when I was like six or seven. Like, it was oh, that's like, amazing though. And then, yeah, I caught on oh, to it just about before, that. The, uh, yeah, before about. the films. But yeah, no, I don't know how. I, I th- uh, well, I'd say I read it. When was the first film come out? 2001? So yeah. Like, that's about 10 years old. So uh, it was like, I got like a really basic version of like True. what you can actually absorb okay. at that, yeah, yeah, at that yeah, age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For you, yeah, I was already 20, so yeah. Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't know. Oh, we're, we're, nice digression. But uh, yeah, so I guess it's quite useful just to recap in terms of why, why, why the hell any of this has happened, uh, why you're <laughs> in the flat, uh, how we know each other in the first place. True, it's true. Good it's good to, to recap. So yeah, we um, met a few years. Yeah. Um, so we met a few years back, how long ago? Like 2015? 15? Yeah, Already, yeah. sheesh, time flies. Yeah, so yeah. we met in Peru where I had a hostel up north sheesh. in Mencora. And you ended up to stay for there, to, what, two days? And you stay for what? Yeah, two months. Two yeah. months, there you go. Yeah. So basically I came to do the same. I came to stay for five days in a house and I said to stay for a month as well. <laughs> yeah. So what goes around comes around, man. No, it's true. So, yeah, yeah. so technically you still owe me a few months for my months. Well, yeah, I mean, well, you're really not going to play that card that you work <laughs> there, are you? Like, I know you play this card with your parents and your brother and all that. Your mates. Yeah, definitely going to play that. Fair card, enough, but it. we both know what happened. Like, your job was basically meh, almost nothing, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like mine as well, even though I was the owner, it was Wait, just like two to three hours so, yeah. of, of of seven people peanut glanders on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, uh, true, true, yeah. true. And a job well done, though. A job well Thank done. Thank you, appreciate that. Still to this day, I think one of the most enjoyable jobs I've ever had. Uh, oh, good. That's that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so congrats, right. congrats. Cheers, cheers. Um, so no, definitely, I definitely uh, go with that. I think so. Post that then. So we finished that, and that's obviously we did. A, I did a month there the first time round. Went travelling. Mm-hmm. Came back for a second. Yeah. By repeat. Cherry, yeah. So congrats again. Cheers. Didn't really live that's up good, to Machu Picchu. Machu Picchu ah. didn't really yeah live up. Sorry to. The expectation, yeah, 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 it's true. Uh, different so, uh, lifestyle, yeah. Well, I think the hostel was, like, as you know, it was like more of a lifestyle than anything else. And it was mm. like, I think, well, I'm absolutely sure my concept was like it's a perfect place for you to have a break on your holidays, so it's when you can have holidays on your holidays. And I think it worked to perfection, people loved it, and yeah, I love it. It's like for you, it was your best job that you had, yeah. well, one of the best jobs you had most relaxed uh, for me was what I did and I agree with you it was exactly the same was my best job but for five and a half years that's awesome so it was quite good and yeah we, so we basically live on the beach uh, yeah. our job was to wake up anytime we wanted to pretty much do what we wanted as long as like the daily to daily things were done like greeting mm-hmm. guests having guests getting breakfast out nothing too fancy and then yeah. just enjoy life so yeah it was worth it it was definitely worth it so what, what got this Kickstarted them. So obviously, prior to this, we do a little bit of a sort of the hostel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the hostel was um, so I was already living up there in Mencora, and uh, so I did one year traveling in South America. Cool. I've enjoyed what age? Mencora. How old were you when you went? Uh, I was like about thirty-two when I was traveling. What sparked you? What, what got you? Ah, uh, just um, I was having a rough time back in Lisbon emotionally. I was about to open my uh, my own bar in Lisbon, 
And just a day before I signed the lease, uh, just all these news about the recession, the recession, the recession and all that uh, just made me like, I'm not going to invest because in the next like four to five years, I'm just going to stay here to pay bills. Okay. So uh, not having a proper life. So the next day I went to the meeting, to the same meeting I told the guy, which was like pretty much my age, said, I'm sorry, like, I'm not going to have this. Um, I need to rethink uh, what I'm doing. And yes, a month later, I was already in uh, Brazil. So I packed everything, said goodbye to the family and friends. And technically, I went to South America for three months because I had a job offered to manage a new bar in Barcelona, which I was quite excited. Oh, and it cool. was in Barrio Gotico, which is probably like my favorite part in Barcelona. And it was also like a salsa bar. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll learn some salsa and all that in my cocktail. Oh, yeah, yeah. so I was good. very excited about it. So the goal was that. Three months South America, that's what I asked at the end of the bar. And then I will fly. The, the goal was for me to fly back to Portugal for my birthday. It was the 30th of June. Mm. And then the next day I'll be in Barcelona for to start working. But when I started working, like about two months after I was, not even two months, I think a, a month later after I started working, um, I was already having too much fun. So I decided to... Um, to go a bit further and at the time everyone was talking about Colombia so I was like okay I wanted to see yeah. Colombia since everyone was talking about yeah. it and there was this um, uh, mystic up in the air about like uh, uh, what's going on in Colombia how dangerous it is Pablo Escobar cocaine this that yeah. not like a kind of like a cup of tea but still you want to know what the hell is going on about in Colombia yeah, and course, the women yeah. as well which is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so okay. I was quite excited and very curious about it and also nervous about it so I did so I so extended my trip for nine months said no to the job Kept on traveling, uh, staying in Mencora. Someone offered me a job in Mencora at the best hostel that was there. And I said, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not ready to. I want to keep on traveling. Cool. Then I finally got to Colombia. I was supposed to go home. Then there was an opportunity to drive a car by myself all the way through Venezuela to Brazil, which I could not say no. So I did that. I refused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was quite interesting. Yeah. How did that come about? What was the? Uh, I met this uh, Brazilian guy in Mencora, as a matter of fact. He's been in Mencora all of my life yeah. uh, when I was traveling, and he was talking me kite lessons. And by the time we got to Colombia, uh, we were up north, and he showed up with his girlfriend at the time. And of course, we hung out quite a lot. There was like a huge group of us. We were all like splitting apart in Cartagena. Like some were going up north, some were up to Panama, some were going back home. And Pedro, this Brazilian guy, was dry, he drove his car all the way from Brazil through Bolivia and, um, and Peru and all that. So he was now in Colombia and had a problem because he couldn't sell his car over there. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to go to Panama with his girlfriend. Okay but the car had to go back to Brazil. Ah. And I was in this dilemma about like three ways. Should I go home, which I don't want to? Sure. Should I go to Panama, which yeah, it will be all right. I mainly just see the islands. Uh, I was not that keen on going to Central America. Or sh can I just go and do all South America? I was like, well, fuck it, that's it. Yeah. So then I told Pedro, hey, if you want, mate, I'll drive your car, no problem. So the next day, yeah, we just, we just did like a paper. That he gave me all the rights to, yeah, easy peasy. And uh, yeah, two days later, I left uh, Colombia on my own. I won his car. So it was a Portuguese guy driving a, a Brazilian car coming out of Colombia to Venezuela. Christ. Which was super fun, but it was painful because uh, even though my Spanish at the time was quite a rot, not as yeah. good as it is now. Uh, every police control, and there are so many Venezuela, I had to stop the car, giving so much explanation, this mm. and that. 
and it was an absolute pain. So what yeah, the first what what year? Uh, same year I was traveling. Yeah, same year. Twenty eleven, twenty ten. Yeah, twenty eleven now. Okay. No. Two thousand and nine, man. Was it? Yeah, ten years ago. Yeah, of course. Two thousand and nine, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's a political situation even then was pretty, pretty ropey. Yeah, it was. It, was yeah. it wasn't as bad, but it was already like a lot of a... At the time, it was still Chavez in power, so the country was quite stable. But there was like a lot of Chavistas and a lot of anti-Chavistas. Yeah. So, but the country was quite stable. The problem was, again, like for the police, it was like, there's a Brazilian car coming from Colombia and they're so uh, narco-trafficking so, and Portuguese fellas. So, a yeah, lot of, of questions. A yeah, lot yeah, of questions. Yeah, it's going to be. But, and I was taking all of them, but you have these... Police control, it's just the army. There's, there's like, you can be just two guys, it can be 20 of them, and they have loads of them. I don't know for what reason. Um, so it started being like, I was driving like about eight hours, 10 hours on a car that wasn't mine. So I was a bit exhausted, well, a bit nervous. Well, God damn it, I'm here by myself. I didn't tell my family <laughs> I was doing this because I didn't want anyone to be scared. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I just told my mom, look, I'm going to go up in the mountains. So I'm gonna, not going to have any connection for like about seven days to a week, uh, seven days to 10 days. So if they don't say anything, don't, don't get uh, upset about it. So I didn't tell anyone. I just told one of my best mates, look, I'm going to go and do this. If anything happens, my body will be somewhere in Venezuela. He was like, but what route are you taking? I said, I have no idea, man. I just uh, cut the car today. I'm leaving like yeah, in about two days. It's all okay. you need to know. Like, so if my man starts crying, tell him he's not he's not dead in Colombia. He's dead in Venezuela. <laughs> so uh, quite good fun. And um, so yeah, the first like three, four okay. days I had most fun. But then there was a day that was just like, I think I had like five of those uh, police controls. And one of them, which really pissed me off was the last one. It was like, it was one one road that is just the same road up and down, and they stopped me on the way up. And I went to the beach by myself, had good fun, had nice sea, uh, seafood. Came back with the same two army guys, and they stopped me again. I said, "Nah, mate, you're taking a piss." Yeah. And that they said, "They said I want to get out of it as well." And everything was really tense and all that. Gotcha. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Although petrol was brilliant, man, no cheap doubt. as hell. It cost oh, me. Man. I remember like it cost me more a bottle of of water of one and a half liters and then like the whole tank so i just started laughing i was like i love this country yeah, yeah yeah but everything else was expensive food was expensive the rooms were expensive because they don't have any hostels everything's like private rooms yeah. okay. or every i stopped i was like spending quite a bit of money yeah yeah so that said so i did uh venezuela by myself went back to brazil did another month in brazil uh Blew all my money in Brazil in three in a month. I spent like all my money that I had left, which was like three thousand euros. I had most fun in that month. I drank everything I wanted. I ate everything I wanted. I smoked everything I wanted, and I slept anywhere I wanted and who the hell I wanted to. So yeah, <laughs> it was a brilliant month. Although that slept was like always the same French girl. Nonetheless, <laughs> moving on. So uh, okay, so three grand later. And, and, yeah, three know. grand later, like Christmas Day. So this was like about yeah nine months after my trip started. Yeah, uh, Christmas Day, I found out I had absolutely no money in my bank account, and I was in Rio, and I still had to pay the hostel to get the hell out of there. So yeah, called the family. Family said, "This is your fucking problem. You made this mess. You sold yourself out." Nice. So I had to borrow some money from my dad. Uh, Definitely not a, a loan, it was, uh, not even a loan. He was like, this is not one of those loans of you like, hey, I'll pay you God knows when. Yeah. It was def definitely like proper, like send me an email saying you owe me this money. Gotcha, gotcha. Which was gotcha. hilarious. I was like, what the hell is wrong with you, old man? I'm still not going to pay you, you know, if you have the email. 
<laughs> I haven't paid yet, so uh, nonetheless, it wasn't, much, it wasn't that much money. It was like only about like about three hundred euros or so for me to get out. Uh-huh. Um, so I went to live in a. I ended up living in a farm in right in the middle of Brazil, like close to the border of Bolivia, for like ten months of my life, killing pigs and chickens to survive. Uh, not getting paid, just like a plate of food a day, and that was it, and a pack of ciggies. Because um, I'm a heavy smoker, that was all I got. So I was good, because of that, like I stopped drinking beers during that, those 10 months, stopped smoking spliffs since I had no money. And sure. after that, I finally made my way back to Lima and stayed there working at a hostel for like about three months as a bar manager. Okay. And then they offered me to be the um, hostel manager up north in Mencora. So oh, I went back to Mencora. And I managed their hostel for like about over a year. And I met my girlfriend there, and at the time, the plan was for me to go um, to live with her in Argentina. Mm-hmm. So I went, to, uh, I went to stay with her in Argentina for about a couple of weeks, came back, and I stayed in my neighbor's house. And this is important to say because... So the hostel was divided, the hostel was managed to divide in two parts. The hostel itself and like a land attached to it that belonged to another person, but had, was right on the beachfront and had four bungalows. And we were kind of having this partnership with the owner. A very dodgy partnership, like Peruvian style, but we had it. So, and that gave that hostel like access to the beach. Yeah. But when I went to sleep to my neighbor, on my neighbors, so his house is right next to the hostel, but you can see that plot of land from a different point of view that I've never looked at from. Okay. And I was like, whoa, this is a huge plot of land. And I'm pretty sure I can uh, make a hostel out of this. So that night I didn't sleep. I ran all the numbers. I did how much I can do, what can I do the rooms, what I need to build, this and that. And then by the end of the night, seven o'clock in the morning, I remember I was like, this is it. I can do a hostel. I have the money. I'm going to do a hostel. So next day, super excited. I called my girlfriend and said, look, I'm sorry. I'm not going back to, I'm not going to Argentina. She got really pissed off about it. But I told her, look, there's this land. I'm going to try and get it. I told my receptionist at the time as well, like, look, I'm going to do this. Do you want to come with me? Uh, Argentinian family was like, absolutely. Let's do it. And I told my neighbor as well. My neighbor, when he came back, said, I'm going to do this. And he was like, I don't think you should like, you know, like it's not right and all that. So, all right, it's up to you, man. I'm still gonna do it. And the next day, uh, he came to see my neighbor. Woke me up like seven o'clock in the morning, and he was like, "Do you know what? I was thinking about what he said. I think you should do it, man. Wow. I think you can do an amazing hostel." So that's what I did. I chased the land. I got the land. I went to Argentina for two months on holidays. Quit my quit their job on the wow. hostel. I told the owner of that hostel that I was gonna. Well, I didn't say specifically, but I gave the hint. Someone is trying to steal that plot of land, so be careful. We didn't pay attention. And in my last email, like saying goodbye and thank you for everything, I still mentioned that, careful, negotiate the host- the, that land. He didn't do it, so I went to Argentina for two months. When I got there, I got a job offer from another hotel from Mencora. I came okay. back to Mencora after two months. Four days in a bus, by the way. It took me four days from Buenos Aires to Mencora on the bus straight. <laughs> and yeah, painful. And um, so I start, I start working that hotel, managing that hotel, which was like about 50 meters away from my future plot of like my future hostel. And the owner of the hotel knew, the owners, they knew, I told them straight away that I was trying to open my own hostel and they knew which hostel it was and they knew it was a land that used to belong to the hostel I used to work. So okay. everything was crystal clear uh-huh. and everyone knew I was chasing this land. And so after I think like about maybe two months of being there, Maybe two, three months. The owner finally told me, hey, let's go. The land is yours. 
So yeah, so I signed the contract in August. I opened doors in September. Yeah, a month later, on the day I opened doors, I straight away had a family coming in. They had a blast. They were supposed to stay there. Yeah, English family, as a matter of fact. It was Paul. What was the name? I don't remember the name. Pretty girl. And it's okay. two kids, and they were stay, supposed to stay for two nights, ended up staying for five. Nice. Which already showed like yeah, where yeah, this yeah. hostel was gonna go. Cool. And I made absolutely no money out of them because I was just like always like throwing barbecues for free and all that, but they loved it. And that was it. That's how the hostel started. And yeah, we stayed there for four and a half years. Four and a half years, yeah. Wow. I stayed five and a half years in Mekoy, but it was just four and a half years in my hostel. So yeah. And now I've been back in Portugal for two years. Yeah, and when you met me, I was about to leave. I was yeah. about to leave. When you met me over there in Mancori, you knew yeah, I was sure. about... Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Right at the end, right at the... Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the, yeah, last, yeah. the last hurrah almost of the misfit. True, true. It was when I was ex absolutely exhausted. I was just fed up of it. Oh, man. The hostel was giving me great fun. I loved the, like, the scenery of it, like the location, everything. But it's just the town itself, as you know, Mancori is... Yeah. Shit out. Oh, you scratch a little deeper than the the <laughs> It's just the, too much, man. The water wall sunshine you can go. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. It's not quite water wall sunshine in people's hearts here. No, it's not. <laughs> it's definitely not. It's definitely not. It's brutal. Really for... Excuse yeah. me. It's brutal for a week, two weeks, two months, mm -hmm. six months, you're gonna love that place. It's just like beers, sun, surfing. People in bikinis and having a good laugh, barbecues, which you do love. So that's yeah, yeah. good. But four and a half years having to deal with the locals and all these people begging for money and threatening you about, oh, you need protection, this and that. It just became too much. Yeah. So that took its toll on me. Then my girlfriend went to live there with me for the last two years. And she had a depression because, yeah, Mancora was just too much. Oh, it's, yeah. So that didn't help the cause. But uh, we had our dogs, so that made us like stay a bit long. And then it came one day that we just exploded and was uh -huh. like, all right, let's get out. Yeah. And we just packed our things. We didn't care how we left. We just took care of the dogs, make sure they were okay. And then we just left and that was it. Nice. That was it. Although the plan, as you know, was to go to Cuba. And I was super excited about it. Mm -hmm. That's why well, I was willing to leave, uh, to leave uh, Mencora. Yeah, 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 yeah. My plan was always to go to Cuba and start everything all over. Because it's what I like the most, like to start everything all over. Mm -hmm. So that's why this is uh, always always something new. Yeah, no doubt. But no doubt. so we went to the plan was to go to Portugal with my girlfriend for three months, have uh, some nice holidays. Uh -huh. And then three months later, so by January, I was supposed to be in Cuba and starting everything. And I, everything pretty much arranged. I, had, I met a lot of people that were willing to invest. They liked what we did in Mencora. Yeah, uh, sure. So I, I thought like, yeah, we have a proper plan. But... Uh, after like about a month being in Lisbon, my girlfriend just told me like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying in Portugal. So that changes everything. Of course. Yeah, yeah. And you, you kind of have to, you 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 Oh man, this is true. I'm really seeing Portugal. Yeah, okay. Even though I left Portugal, I never wanted to live in Portugal. I always mm. found out that like, there was far better places. Mm. Uh, I don't know why. Yeah. So yeah, it took its toll though. Like emotionally for me, it was devastating. For her, it was quite nice. Like yeah, I helped her start her own brand and everything went smooth and we moved out of Lisbon 
she opened her own shop, we got our own flat, and everything went amazing for, or quite good. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say amazing, but it went quite well for six months and all that. Mm -hmm. But for me, it was just like, yeah, professionally and emotionally, I was a bit broken. Yeah. yeah I was happy to be with her, but I was really pissed off where we were. Yeah, I'm with you. Your creative side's almost just Yeah, it just, lying. basically everything dies. But yeah. in a way, it was my turn to say, all right, fair enough. You supported me for so long back in so my course, so now it's my turn to support you. And I helped her with the shop. I started going there and selling her the scarves that she makes and all that. And mm -hmm. yeah, tried to have fun, but I was still, there was something in me. I was just like, gosh, this is killing me. This yeah, is yeah, not, yeah. definitely not me. I got you. I'm not the guy to work in the scarf shop for yeah. sure. Yeah. So after yeah, after so many years on the beach and seven and a half years in South America, it was just painful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, but yeah, but here we are now. Yeah, no doubt, yeah. no doubt. So just just sniffing back to the the hostel side then. So, what what was the the key thing? So obviously four years or nearly five years is a hell of a long time. To yeah. Be running a managing a hostel. Fair enough. So yeah. What was the ethos behind it? Why why did it take off? as it did um, oh the motivation behind it uh, yeah and also the, so what were the principles behind what you wanted to deliver as a hostel like what what was so, what well, was different about yours there was quite there? a mix of motivations first of all um, it was the fact that I really wanted to see South America I didn't want to go back home uh, and for sure and I also knew like I didn't want to live in Buenos Aires for as much as I love it as a tourist not to live in I'm not very keen on the Porteño Society, so... Okay. And there was always one thing that quite pissed me off about South America when, when I traveled for almost that year. It was like, my idea of South America was like bungalows on the beach. Like loads of bungalows on the beach, like beach parties and all that, all the fun. And I found almost none. None of them. <laughs> almost non-existent. And so that was a bit disappointing. And so that's what I decided to do. I decided to create like a proper hostel is just like exactly that, and it was what it was. Bungalows right on the beach, nothing in front, just you, sand, and the ocean. Yeah. And yeah, it proved to be a success. So my our motivation was more that, and also to to prove to everyone else, um, there's like, I can we can do better. Okay. You, you can do better. Like yeah, I was yeah. fed up of the, all these party hostels. There was just too many. I understand there's a market for them and all that. Mm -hmm. It's brilliant, um, they're a good place to stay, but after a while it just becomes too much. Yeah. Um, so I decided more um, to do something different and spending far less money. So my original investment was like, I had about $1,500, that's what I started the hostel with, $1,500. That's impressive. And uh, yeah, about a few months later, so the first oof, three, four months were rough, mm. but like six months later we were doing pretty much that per month so it was quite nice and but in between i borrowed money from here and there because sure. i had to buy beds i had to buy this and i didn't have the proper plan i just decided to jump in i was like if you give me the land i'll sort it out yeah and that's I all so. i needed and that's what i got but my motivation was more that i didn't want to go home i wanted to live by the beach uh and i wanted to do something different so that was it. That was the motivation behind Misfit. And never the money. Gotcha. Like, we never did proper management of the hostel. Which you, 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 you realized that when you were there. Like, we don't, like, I call one of my best mates, which was Adam. I met him in Lima. He worked for me in Lima when I was a bar manager. Cool. And then when I went to Mencora to manage the other hostel, as uh, the hostel manager, he became, I called him to be my, 
to come back from England and be my um, bar manager, which he did. Oh, sweet. And then when I got the land, I called him again to England and said, um, come in here, I want you to come and work with me, and which he did. Fantastic. And I told him straight away, look, we can make money out of this, but it's what matters the least to me. Mm-hmm. I just really want to have fun because at the time I was also waiting for my girlfriend to finish university. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm not going anywhere. I don't want to go anywhere. I had no plans on like coming back home or having a future life with her. Like yeah, at the time I was just enjoying the moment. So money was not a problem. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. we like, we made $20 profit. We'd spend $20 on chicken just to make, cook a massive barbecue for that's everyone. That's awesome. We didn't give it to us about it. So and maybe that helped. Maybe that probably yeah, helped. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. secret as well. Probably if you we were like more keen on the money, like not let people have so many of those amazing croissants that everyone loved in the morning <laughs> or people like not getting free beers but hey, yeah, we were yeah, just yeah. like two lads and I cannot because the hustle would never be what it was without Adam so yeah he took like a huge part of it mm-hmm. a lot of credit to the man um, so yeah we're just two lads having a yeah. lot of laughs yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah that was it yeah. so, so uh, a lot of um, a lot of the mystique around Misfit uh, ended up being around the uh, the TripAdvisor comments, true, and uh, and hostel wars. So, um, I I read these when I landed at Misfit, um, yeah, and and a few days before, just before I actually came, I was scrolling f- through and sort of looking at them, and a couple of yeah, one stars, yeah. Uh, no, we only had one star, man, in three and a half years. Was only one? Only one star. Wow. Only one star, and I think like about. Three, two stars. About everything else was pretty much four and fives. And then... You yeah, we were number one for three and a half years, which is impressive. And how we got there, only God knows. Because we never deserved to be number one. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, man. But you've seen the hustle. Like, okay, the atmosphere, I'm pretty sure we deserve to be number one. But no the facilities was like, what the hell is going on in yeah, here? Yeah, like, I agree, agree. Could this be more shabby? <laughs> what the hell? Like, can you just nail that? We're like, yeah, tomorrow. So yeah, we put all our effort on the atmosphere and it worked mm-hmm. and the location, the location mm-hmm. was prime to a lot of people understanding like the 10 minutes walk from town was too much, which baffled me, but fair enough. <laughs> I understand a lot of people want to be around the center. Okay. True. It's cool. True. But for us, like people that wanted to stay there, same as you, mm-hmm. the location was perfect oh, because dream. exactly it's you and the ocean. There's nothing in between. There's no fences. It's just sand. Mm-hmm. It's the bungalow, sand, water. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So nah. the dogs roaming around, having no gates for so, uh, and no walls for a lot of people was like disturbing. For most people, it was like a sense of freedom, so to speak. Agreed. So in that sense, it worked perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, you used to have a... Yeah. Yeah, the rest was just... Uh, the reviews that you got that weren't, let's say, uh, complimentary to Misfit, um, often mistakenly, yeah, no, yeah, uh, yeah. But but what I liked about it was the fact that you sort of you gave as, as well as you as you got almost in, in that sense. Oh, I think you should, man. Yeah, I think you should. I think you're bang on, and that's what <laughs> I think every drew a lot of troubles towards Misfit was uh, the True. style in which you sort of I had you uh, countered. Yeah, criticism I I'm 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 an horrible person, but I am indeed like, and I love to. If I get insulted, it's fine, and but you got to expect for me to insult you back. So one thing that I hated um, when I was managing the other hostel was like, so the owner was always asking me to reply to the to reviews. I was like, I don't like to be kiss ass and much less like be very uh, um, 
go, go down on my fours and say like, beg for your forgiveness because you did enjoy it because it was a party hostel. Well, it's a freaking party hostel, so yeah. I'm not going to apologize for what we are. So when people start criticizing my hostel and I have absolute freedom about um, to reply to them, I remember the first one. Um, I don't know what the person said. It was a girl though. I don't know what she said, but it drove me mad. <laughs> and it really like, it just clicked on all my buttons because I don't mind if you criticize the fact that the hostel, like, again, it's shabby or it's like, <laughs> it's a bit shitty. Like it's yeah. unorganized. It's just whatever. Yeah. If it's on valid premises, my head off and I apologize and look, there's far better options off you go. Mm -hmm. And it's fine. And you can say that on the internet or not be pissed off about it. But if you start complaining about stupid things, I'll go mental, man. Yeah. Um, so that girl complained about something. I, I remember like I wrote the reply to her. I showed Adam, Adam, this is what I replied to, to her. It, this was on Arsenal Bookers. At the time, we weren't working on Arsenal World and they were not even together. Uh -huh. And Adam said to me straight you cannot reply that. I said, why not? Mate, you're mental. You're just going at her throat. I said, but you have to. I'm not taking any shit. I'm sorry, mate. And he was like, no, 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 think about it. Have a night's sleep. And then we'll talk tomorrow. I said, cool. So I sent to my girlfriend, hey, look, the girl just wrote this. I'm going to reply to this. She was like, no, you can't. I was like, why is everyone telling me I can't? And I showed the guest as well over there at the hostel. It was like, oh my, that's harsh. I said, you know, do you know what? Go fuck yourself. And I published it. And I start like, just really, look. Do you remember what it was? Do you remember what it was? I don't, what, what, I don't. What, what Adam it? used to, Adam said it on his uh, Oh, on his good, phone. okay. It'll Adam surface had it. one day. It'll surface one day. Uh, yeah, uh, Adam <laughs> had it. Because like, us all like, they go out every six months. TripAdvisor, they always stay there. But TripAdvisor replied once. And straight away, they told me, like, you cannot say that. I was like, what the wow. hell? Yeah, you should read our, uh, our guidelines. And I, so I wrote to them, okay, go and fuck yourself in the guidelines. <laughs> so, because it was a girl, like, again. So, my girlfriend's actually, this girl on TripAdvisor, I remember perfectly. She complained that we didn't spoke enough Spanish. And I was like, are you mental? My girlfriend's Argentinian. I speak Spanish to my girlfriend fluently every day. We don't mm. speak any other language. And you're telling me, like, ah, yeah. I just went mental. And I told trip advisor, technically I didn't offend the girl. I might offend the mom, but that's a different thing. And that doesn't say anything on the guidelines. She was like, still, you can't. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> so I never was allowed to reply again on trip advisor. But also World and then also Bookers, because they became one, they allow me a lot of slack. Okay. So... of speech. Absolutely, and I love them because of that. So yeah, a round of applause for the lads over there and the yeah. girls as well. Like, oh, job well done. Um, couple but, of examples, couple of top ones. Oh, my, my replies now. My replies, I don't remember them. I think they were like just a lot of people love them because quite a, a lot of people say now the hostel came just to, to, to meet me or get to know me because they <laughs> love the replies. It was hilarious and people were like, I just want to buy you a beer. I said, what the hell are you? It's like, oh, this is my animal. I'm seeing another hostel, but look, I read the replies and mate, they're awesome. They're just like, it's about time. And it's about time people give them some shit. I think everyone has, is entitled to an opinion. Yeah. But the things that I do remember some, they like really got it out of my chest. It was like one guy. So as you know, it was a hostel. People need to pitch this. Like it's four bungalows right on the we'll sand. Get some photos on the YouTube. Yeah, all right. We'll so right on the sand photos, in front of the ocean and some Swiss fella complain there's too much sand you must be having a laugh you complain there's too much sand on the beach just like oh yeah what do i do now it's like what do you do now like you just it's just you just go mentally it's just like no like and our hostel always ran on salted water always which i understand for most people it's just like that's a, that's a no-go this mm. is horrible i understand it like mm. it wasn't as bad a lot of people we had a lot of people said 
Look, I'm not sure about it. I book for one night if I like it for longer. And some people stayed, some people said, no, it's not for me. But everyone said in, at Misfit was cool with the water. But there was a girl that got there and um, she knew and we told her, look, do you know? She was like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. And then the next day she just leaves and then she posts like, yeah, it was something water showers. Like, are you having a laugh? So straight away, like, I went on, like, insulting mode. Oh, a lot insulting, but... Sure. All right, peer-to-peer, -peer, and off you go. This is my reply. So, yeah, I loved oh, about it. But still, we still had great reviews. Like, we always, like, number one. Like, we were, for three and a half years, we're number one TripAdvisor. Again, That's awesome. we don't know how. I don't know how. I think yeah. Adam did a brilliant job on convincing people to say good things about us. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, and... Um, we were always number one and number two on uh, Oscar World and Oscar Bookers. That's awesome, man. So, yeah, we did well. Again, yeah, yeah, hands yeah. up to Adam. Adam was better, like, social relationships, Adam was better. Gotcha, gotcha. Excuse me, far yeah, better, yeah. far better. Yeah. Oh, man. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good. It's good. So, uh, it felt, I felt like some power about being able to give something back to society, yeah, you know, in the sense that. of, like, a punch. Yeah, Like, it's enough, yeah, yeah. man. I, I, Agreed. It's something that are in your armory kind of thing to be able to, yeah, yeah. It is because if you go around like I, I don't want to be rude, but if you go around TripAdvisor and all that, like I remember that there was someone that gave a bad review to another hostel, and I went to see their profile, and one of their reviews was about a town in somewhere in Bolivia that he said he didn't like it because he didn't have any Starbucks. This just baffled me. Like, what the hell? What? what? It's Bolivia, man. Oh, scary, it's not yeah. Los Angeles. It's just like, what, yeah. what, what's going on with you? It's like grip on reality, yeah. man. But they can yeah, get like yeah, chicken yeah, and yeah. rice for like. 50 cents of a dollar, like, oh, hey, dude. complain about that in Los oh, Angeles. I could do with a headbutt now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, sometimes. So, there you yeah, have it. I'm not a man of violence, but yeah. Oh, there you have it. Yeah. Oh, so, man. So, no, yeah, we had good times there. It was good. It was, yeah, it was good yeah, yeah. fun. Oh, no doubt. You know what you created out there, yeah, it will, uh, will always stick with me, so. Uh, yeah, good. No, I'm happy congrats, about that. Congrats. No, still a lot of people still write, mainly to die. She's still, like, on all uh, social media. I'm not. I'm out. I'm too old for that, but, uh, uh, and all of them still keep on asking her, like, where are you lads, and when are you guys going to do another one, and see with Adam, these people ask, like, are you Rod, like, going to sign another hostel, and Adam still has That's the idea cool. of opening a hostel in Colombia, which I already told him, there's no way I'm going to go back to South America, okay. um, but the idea of opening a Misfit 2.0, it's really now horizons yeah, yeah. Cool. but probably yeah most probably in Europe now okay cool. most probably in Europe yeah, most yeah, probably yeah, in Portugal yeah. so far but it could be Spain or Italy because me and my girlfriend haven't decided where to to live awesome. proper but yeah. uh, I will definitely open another one yeah definitely yeah. definitely no, well, no, so it was in your blood yeah no, I like it I like yeah, it yeah. I like it I don't want to manage it now I don't want to be there I think that was also my mistake uh, but I want to have it. I want to have it and go there once in a while. It's just like, for me, I clear my head a lot by being myself, or, but also like to be sometimes just to be with around a lot of people from different uh, mm. backgrounds. Mm. It appeals to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. it appeals to me. No, 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 it speaks to me as well. Yeah. yeah, I'm addicted by that feeling now. True, so yeah. Oh, who knows? Maybe we're going to be partners. Then. One never knows. One yeah, never knows, quite possibly. Yeah. Quite possibly. One never knows. Um, Maybe steps. Yeah, is it always? <laughs> Maybe steps. Always. Yeah, Maybe Jesus, steps. That's what we've learned. The idea there. Sorry, that much. Uh, so, so two years now in, in Portugal since since. Yeah, two know, years, two up. two and a half years now. Two and a half, two and years, and a half years in Portugal. Years. Yeah, two and a half painful years in Portugal. Yeah. Yeah. and then it feels like almost something's bubbled up to the surface. And you took a bit of a mini break to come out here to Bristol. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, um, and, uh, yeah. 
So, three days at Christmas is, is what I had in my uh, penciled in. <laughs> so Dara reaches out and she says, Hey, George, great to hear from you. Yeah. Oh, I think I might get Rod some uh, sort of yeah. return ticket to Bristol. He's just going a bit, you went off track. Oh, that'd be lovely, Dara. Yeah, sure. And then uh, yeah, we sort of looked at dates and I was like, Look, I'm, I, it's got to be a weekend, Dara, because I ain't got any holiday left. Yeah, just coming back from Malawi. Uh, and then she was like, Oh, no. Don't worry, I've just booked it for five days uh, between Thursday and Tuesday. I was like, well, don't I can do two of them. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 like, no, it, don't worry, he's a big lad. He'll, he'll figure himself out. He doesn't need much. <laughs> it seems he does. It seems he needs a bed for a month <laughs> and maybe some food and like and a few drinks once in a while to keep him going. She's a good salesperson, what do you want me to say? Like, yeah, uh, they, they, but they, no, they. it was a very nice surprise. I wasn't expecting it because... Um, yeah, that Christmas was a bit uh, weird. So it was a bit w- a weird atmosphere. So, and she almost had no money. I almost had no money. So we're both like, oh, what are we going to give each other? Uh-huh. And I had no idea what she was going to give it to me because like, I could see she was like in a bit of a bad mood about not having money to buy me something when I was like, I honestly don't care yeah, yeah. and all that. A, but yeah. I was like, what the hell? Like, normally she's quite creative about everything. Okay. Like, she gave me, like, some of the weakest uh, presents ever, birthday, uh, without spending almost no money. So I was like, what the hell is going wrong with her this year? And then suddenly, like, on, uh, yeah, Christmas Eve, she was, like, super happy. I was like, I don't even know. Like, so we had dinner in my mom's house. I looked at my mom. I was like, what the hell is wrong with this one? Like, so yesterday she was, like, about, like, to cry her heart out. And now she's, like, super happy. I don't know. Um, so, and I could see, like, she, she couldn't wait to give me the present. And when she gave me, I was like, what the hell? Like, a, a trip? What? Where? With who? <laughs> She's like, well, what are you talking about? Who's this person? Uh, because she only gave me, like, and gave me a phone number. Really? And I was like, oh, she was like, oh, she's going to live on this day. And then she just smacked the days. didn't even see why. Oh, that's cool. Why am I going to Bristol? Like, what's going on here? And, uh, like, a little letter made for her, like, uh, written by her, like, I love you and all that, I hope you like it, uh, so, there's someone who's going to be there waiting for you, if you want to know, um, is, uh, that person, he didn't say he or she, it's that person contact, I was like, what oh, the cool. hell, nice. and I remember, like, I saved the number on my phone, and I saved it under cunt, <laughs> I literally said, I said, I told her, alright, I'm going to put it cunt, she was like, what the hell is that, I said, you don't want to know about it, well, I'm going to put it, I'm going to find out what it is. And I thought, like, uh, it didn't cross my mind it could be you. Yeah. Because you were just in Portugal, like... Uh, yeah, about a year, year and a bit. Yeah, so not yeah. long ago. So yeah, I was just yeah, like... So I thought, like, could it be Ollie, like, the lad that I lived in London? Like, I was like, but how does she know Ollie? Like, she, she doesn't only I have Ollie in my Facebook. Could it be Adam? I was like, nah, Adam was like, I've called me straight away. I was like, what the hell is going on in here? Like, what the hell? And it just, like... And suddenly, like, I text you, and as soon as I text you, like, I saw the phone, I just start laughing. I was just like, what's up? I was just like, oh, uh, no, I can't believe it. So, yeah. <laughs> but I don't think a plan was for me to stay that long. Not even my plan was. Uh, or maybe my plan was. Because when she gave me the ticket, uh, gave me the present, I told her straight away that night, I might not come back. She was like, don't you do that to me? I said, I'm just having a laugh. But, hey, I stayed for over a month. Yeah, she wasn't lying. Yeah, so I do apologise for that. (laughs) Thanks a lot for having me, even though it was a bit forced. No, not at all. No one gave you another option, man. Oh, I don't care if you were bothered. Like, oh mate, I didn't really have a choice. (laughs) Yeah, I'm leaving tomorrow, so now you can complain. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. My last night, I can do what the hell. No, 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 no. So, so in terms of 
the next the next project the next uh, the next what, what's the future hold well the future well that's the reason why I came to see you so I had um, which you already know but yeah um, yeah uh, so I have this idea like about a website that I really want to create which is based on traveling but instead of me traveling is the idea is like how can I make it for other people to travel for free mm-hmm. and enjoy new experiences and um, unique locations for free. So me paying them. And that's what I've been working on and that's what you came in to help me and like um, your network of uh, friends and the people that you know. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, now my next step and I hope to have this finish it as soon as possible, uh, start moving forward a bit faster because I think, uh, and from everyone I spoke, I think it's a unique project. I think it has market. There's a lot of market for it. No doubt. And yeah, if we do it right, I think we can be very successful. And but it's been like a mental struggle because I'm I tend to overthink too much. And as you know, like I want it just too big, and it's taking me like a lot of time to Scale understand. Uh, yeah, they're like how small is small, like yeah. uh, so. What um, Jack tried to uh, he tried to show me like you gotta go small, but my small, which for me looks like a tiny ball for you, is like mine. That that's still huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... that's not what we mean. We mean smaller. We like, but yeah, but for me it's like yeah, but smaller is nothing. He's like no, 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 that that is far. You can do smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that has been the for, for sure the hardest part. Yeah. I'm slowly getting there. I'm slowly no, getting I think there. For sure. Uh, I think I'm. Uh, um, getting my ideas right, they pop into my head once in a while, so I think we can do something interesting. I'm hoping, I'm, yeah. I'm excited about it. I'm, now I'm excited to go back home. That's oh, why I accepted to go back home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I've achieved like what I wanted, uh, um, especially like understanding like the small can be smaller. So uh-huh. that, that's uh-huh. the rule now. Cool. That's cool, the rule. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm excited to go back home and start making some contacts and see if I can get this machine going. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I also want to associate this with like uh, a green project which has to do uh, Paloni trees, and hopefully, in that same project with Paloni trees, the Misfit 2.0. Awesome! So, that is the big goal is like to juggle these three balls, basically. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. one is the main one, or as I've learned, the flywheels, it's just basically. But all of them around tourism, which is the thing that I love the most, and it is by yeah. far the biggest. Uh, it's what um, you know, eh? It's, it's, it's your, it's your thing, eh? It's, it's, it is. It is my cup of tea. Yeah, it is yeah, my cup of tea. Yeah. It, it, it's what I like the most. I can't. I cannot do office jobs. I cannot. I like to be there, out there. I, I like to go to different places. I love different cultures, uh, more the cultures than the places. To be honest, like I, I'm a lazy bastard. Again, I lived in Peru for what <laughs> five and a half years. I haven't seen Machu Picchu, man. I don't plan to ever see Machu Picchu. So, but. Yeah, but I live there, so I love living there. I've lived in, so I'm 40 now. I lived in six countries in three continents, so I'm quite happy about it. So, yeah, yeah. and this is what I, I want to do also with project for me. Like you are the sum of your experiences. This is what for me matters. Cool. Which is a big struggle that I have Portugal. This is might be why I hate Portugal. I came to realize it's just like mm. for my family, it's like you are the sum of what you've achieved, like mainly in a material aspect, well, which understand the logic behind it. Mm-hmm. And it, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just not for me. Mm-hmm. So having yeah. about 13 people pushing you one way and you being the only one like say like, I really want to go, it's been a bit of a struggle. That's why I tend to one day just explode and say, you know what, fuck it all, I'm out. And yeah. I just get out of the country for a while. It can be 
well, five days turns into a month, or can be like three months, it turns into seven and a half years. <laughs> it's just one never know. Like every uh, time I leave Portugal, my family's just like, so when I'll see you? It's just like, oh, soon. And they all know like, oh, it's not going to be as soon as you say. And it's absolutely true. Um, so I'm excited about it. I'm excited. I was very happy to come to Bristol. Like, I think I've understood a lot about what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, lovely city. I was impressed with it. I'm very impressed with Bristol, especially the art, the young people. It just, mm. it's different. Like, it has nothing to do. Like, I've, I barely saw anyone that is an elderly. Like, it's true. Yeah, it's yeah, unique, Bristol's man. a unique city. It sense. is unique, and the it's, culture is like lively, man. Anywhere, any night you go out, there's people on the streets. It's it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah it's a good yeah. vibe in here. There's a very good. It's a very. Good I think choice. so. I th- yeah, it's definitely. Um, I mean, you find a lot of Londoners heading this way now. It's oh, I understand why. Yeah, yeah, it's getting incredibly popular now. It's um, it's just got that nice blend, I think, between an urban city and just the countryside as we as we yeah yes as we experience absolutely absolutely i can't believe like we went for a walk walk. and then suddenly i was like i told yeah i called my girlfriend like what the it was his birthday yeah Ah, yeah, i was like where the hell am i like this i'm absolutely out of the city this is mental oh it's a dream man. it's a dream it's absolutely i think you have it all i think you have it all i live so yeah i lived in well southeast london for a year and a half although i love london it's probably my favorite city in the world but I can understand why people prefer Bristol. And it's more, I don't know, it's not small, but it's more generally more unique. Like, London just became too much. Yeah. Oh, it's it's just too much. Now, right? It's the same as Lisbon. Like, I can't live in Lisbon because of that. That's why I can't wait to get out. Yeah, okay. That's yeah, why yeah, we yeah. think about going to a town which is Stuval, nothing close to Bristol, not in comparison. But the vibe itself is a bit different as well. Like Lisbon just became a bit too much. All right? oh, okay. You can put them both on the same scale in the sense of like make Lisbon like on the scale of very smaller London and Stubble a scale of a very smaller Bristol. Oh, cool, cool. But cool, that's cool. basically what we want. Yeah, and over you. there, it's just like you can still go to the port and buy the fish from the fisherman, which for me is really important. And you can walk and you're right at the beach, or you can get a ferry and you're like on the biggest um, nice. coastline of all Europe, which is 14 k's of sand. It's in Portugal there, so that's why we want to go and live there. Jeez. And uh, the weather is far better in that <coughs> Lisbon than that in here. That, that's the worst you get in here is the weather. Yeah, but your spring's better than ours, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. The spring. Our, our summers. Oh, Summer my. winter, baby. My summer still. I plan to come back if everything goes well. Um, yeah, I would love to come and spend a, a bit of days in the summer in here. Please, for, sure, for sure, yeah, for sure, for sure. No, I'll come with the girlfriend. I'll get my own uh, place to stay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I don't leave my mattress on the floor. If dies up for a floor mattress, I'll be. Yeah, uh, I'll be she impressed. might be up for that, but no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. I don't trust you two pubs uh, around my house. It's about right. Like it is. Girlfriend, so no, no, no. Rightly so. It's just like, no, let's skip the lines away. It's like we're going to visit them like a neutral ground. Agreed, yeah. Pub yeah, yeah, or some yeah, shit yeah. like that. It's our witnesses, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to go up in the roof like having a sing and then suddenly like, what the, what, what the hell is this noise? Like, is, is, is my girlfriend moaning? Like, it's just like, nah, it's not going to happen, man. Oh, on that lovely note. Yeah. Like, and two sides of Frank. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, thank you, man. Uh, it's been uh, an intro to the pod. I'm sure we'll do uh, many more of these, but. Um, I hope yeah. so, man. I hope everything goes well with this podcast. I hope you put all your energy on this one day. I for think sure, you have uh, talent for that. It's coming. It's but coming. yeah, you're now on a, on a path that has to Thank be you, uh, walked as well. But yeah, yeah. yeah, I think you have a natural. You, you always have it. Since you've been core, like, you always love this uh, quite a bit. I do, I do. So, yeah, and no, thanks a million for having me, mate. This yeah. was 
grand. This was like a brilliant month. Very, oh, very man, well, it's been quite the quite the trip. I yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see this again when I'm in Lisbon. Up so. and down, up and down, but the highs have been bloody worth it, mate. True, more, true. I'll say more highs than anything else. Yeah. Without doubt. Without a few doubt. lows, but yeah, they're part of life, so it was good fun. Nice no, no. fun. Oh, oh Roddy, pleasure, my man. And, All right, uh, mate. Yeah, until the next time. Until the next time. Indeed. And back to knots, yeah. Yeah, no yeah, doubt. Or <laughs> the white flowers, as I call it. Oh, damn, what the hell was that? Yeah. Oh, I love it, man. Knots in the wintertime. Oh, mate, yeah, yeah, we'll get a snowy one next time. I'll get oh, all wrapped yeah. up. I can get some there. hot toddies. <laughs> Banquet Bear Productions. Cheap and chill.